Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. out there everybody if um if you cannot hear me please let me know in the chat room all right uh, tonight is a live program it is september 11th tonight is 8 p.m eastern time can you believe it's been nine years since the september 11th uh, world trade center fiasco i call it the second greatest lie ever sold the first thing that uh, a christian can't have a demon um we'll be doing a 911 anniversary show tonight, later in the evening. And uh, special guest tonight is Dr. Pat Holliday, Miracle Internet Church. I love when Dr. Pat comes on. She is so knowledgeable about deliverance and has been around fighting the host of hell for a long time and has been great encouragement to, to me. I consider myself a student. Dr. Holliday, there's so much uh, there is to learn. And so... I would encourage you, every Saturday night at 8 p.m., tune in to the Mega Man Radio Show. Get all your friends together. Anybody who would like to learn about spiritual warfare, intercessory prayer, deliverance, this is the time to tune in, because we're going to be doing a regular segment each week. Without further ado, let me dial up Dr. Pat. So, stand by, and... Uh, I want to tell you that the OmegaManRadio.com website is online. We are adding a deliverance resources section. We're going to have deliverance ministries that I recommend, and we're going to have links to them, and they're already starting to go up as we speak. So avail yourself of that, and there will be more features coming online in the next couple of days. Hello. Yes, uh, Dr. Pat, you're on the air. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing great today. I'm very excited. I am too, and I think the people are too. The uh, the chat room is filling up very quickly, so 
Uh, word is spreading well, that uh, we're having some success against the host of hell. In Jesus' name. Well, you know, the most exciting thing that's happened to me this week, too, is that they had enough nerve to come over to the church and attack our television, uh, I mean, our air conditioner. And I just jumped up and down because, you know, they're pretty stupid to come and attack somebody that knows how to defend themselves because uh, the Bible says that if you catch a thief, uh, you can demand that he pays you sevenfold. So I needed a sevenfold payment, and so I just started jumping up and down and praising the Lord because uh, they attacked the the, uh, the air conditioner. And uh, so, you know, uh, Christianity is about living with Jesus and living free from harassment from devils. And uh, if they come and attack a Christian that knows the Lord and knows their their position in Christ, uh, they make a big mistake because, like uh, Bishop Canco uh, told me, that they would never dare attack a Christian that was close to Christ and knew their powers because they would get get beaten. So That's right. I'm kind of excited about it, and I just claimed um, with my church, and I decree on this there. You know, the Bible says if you decree a thing that it will be that way in heaven and earth. Amen. And I just decree decree in the name of Jesus a sevenfold payment uh, quickly and instantly in Jesus' name. I'm in agreement Amen. with you on that. Amen. Dr. Pat, yeah. uh, why don't you launch the spiritual defensive weapons before we get started tonight? Oh, uh, the the uh, spiritual warfare? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh spiritual warfare is is probably one of the most important parts of a Christian's life. Uh a lot of Christians don't understand that uh the Bible was uh made or written really for Christians. You know, Christians read the Bible in certain parts of it. Uh they uh they think that God wrote that for unbelievers <laughs> but it's all for us every bit of it is for us and if you know how to do your spiritual warfare then uh you can walk pretty free in the spirit and it doesn't matter um who's around you how much power they think they might have they really don't have the power uh that they think they do uh, what's happening in America particularly is that Christians discovered a church that's backslidden. And they began to infiltrate it back in the, uh, oh, probably around the 80s, 90s. And, uh, and they've taken big sections of the church because the pastors uh, want to um, play Christianity and just uh, minister for people's finances and, you know, things like that. And so they found a church of uh, many churches that were powerless against their power. And so they uh, came in, they infiltrated many of them, came and got next to the pastor. Some of them became elders. 
some of them became the biggest tithers in the church and uh well the pastor was living good had his big car big home big this and that and even yachts and going on vacations and my goodness they were wearing designer clothes and living like kings and uh the the uh the witches and wizards did a pretty good job in infiltration of the American church. Now, when the Africans come to America, they're just absolutely amazed at the conditions of the church because of the fact that it was Christians from America that brought the faith over to them. And they just really couldn't understand uh, how could this be. You know, they found all of these perverted Bibles and they found... uh, uh, pastors in uh, deep states of sin, and uh, they found uh, the people also in states of sin, and they just—they just was—they just are amazed, and they—they uh, they thought that America would be uh, a place where you know the streets were made of gold because uh, they would say on our coins it says. In God we trust, but of course that's just a farce. Um, I don't. This is 9/11, and I don't know if you watched any of the memorials today. But the silliest thing that happens in America is when our leaders stand there like dumb puppets, and they say, "Let's have a moment of silence," and then everybody kind of just bows their head, and the speaker stands up at the podium and his eyes are darting around to look at the people and you just look at that and it just looks stupid and silly that when a country needs God so desperately that uh, the leaders say let's have a silence uh, a moment of silence Uh, so America has lost its roots and so what is left is this there's a fringe group of Christians that God calls the remnant. And the remnant uh, will be those people that he is preparing to rise up and to be conquerors in this land and in the world. The Bible says that we'll see great feats before the return of Jesus. And I believe that. I believe that when Jesus comes back, that I want to have a harvest for him. Amen. So I work in his kingdom because I want to have that harvest. I want to be one of those people that the Lord says, well done, my faithful servant. And I will not be ashamed of what I have done while I breathed on this earth. Wow, that would be an awesome day. Yeah, breathing for me is working for Jesus. Yes, absolutely. uh, It's not because I'm older now, because I've been living for him now for 35 years. It's because he's worthy and because he's able to overcome every situation in our lives. And see, that's what the witches and the wizards miss because they see uh, this playtime Christianity and they think that the church is defeated. However, 
Jesus said that there would be a great falling away before he returns. And I believe that we're in that great falling away. And uh, Jesus says, he gives a call in the book of Revelation, and he says, come out of her, my people. So even in the falling away, dead churches, he has a people. And some of those people are up under uh, very powerful, bewitching spirits, uh, hypnosis, uh, all kinds of kundalini snake spirits are there. Um, all Every dirty bird has come to the church. And so Jesus explains all of this in the Bible. If people would just read his word, they could be prepared and they would understand that Jesus is not a God of confusion, that he laid all of this out before he uh, left the earth and then he worked through his disciples to teach us that these days that we live in uh, are are coming and he he laid it out to this extent that if you can hear his voice prepare for his coming now that's very important because of the fact that christian speaking when you speak the word of god the devils do not understand what you're talking about and the witches do not understand it nor the nor the wizards they cannot understand uh spiritual speaking and, uh, you know, I can just prove it in the Word. When you see Jesus saying, if you have ears to hear, over and over and over. So not everybody can hear spiritual messages. That's number one. So, since they cannot hear spiritual messages, that's why we intercede for our families and we intercede for our cities and our countries uh, because of the fact that there's a great harvest of people in America that have left the roots and the foundations of Christianity and they no longer can hear the truth. And so we need intercessors to join with us to begin to tear down the strongholds so that we can get a harvest before the Lord comes. America has become a great harvest field uh, from the backslider to the secular people that have never heard the word. And so tonight, what we're saying is that this radio show is a beginning to spread forth across the land to uh, call in true Christians to prayer and to uh, working in the fields and to get the harvest before Jesus comes. Amen. Now, uh, you... Dr. Pett, if you can boost your volume just a little bit. Okay. Uh, I don't have a mixing board, folks, so uh, we had uh, people in the chat room say if Dr. Pat could speak up just a little bit. They're having a hard time okay. hearing Okay. Is this better? That's better. Okay, uh, and so uh, here's here's what you have to see. 
you have to see that you cannot go out into the harvest field unless you're trained to go. You cannot go out and uh, witness unless you're trained to witness. Unless you're trained to evangelize, you cannot do that. And the reason is because the powers of darkness will overcome you. Uh, I've ministered over the years to many people that had a heart for God and they just wanted to go tell the world that Jesus Christ is Lord. And they would go out and they would try to cast out devils uh, in unbelieving people and lay their hands on them and, and get uh, demonically infected themselves uh, working out in the trenches. And that's not what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to be trained to understand who Jesus is, to know that he's powerful, and to know little keys that will help you when you go out to witness. And um, some of those keys is just simply knowing who Jesus is uh, by the Word of God because uh, if you know that Jesus is all-powerful, then you can walk any place in the world and feel safe and no devil, no witch, no wizard can touch you. When I was in Africa... Uh, uh, some witches came right outside my window and uh, I saw them take a goat and they pulled his neck up and they took a knife and slaughtered him right outside my window and then turned him upside down so that the blood would come out on the ground. And uh, I just laughed about it, uh, not like the American preacher laughs about it, because if that happens to them, they laugh about it and forget it. But I laughed about it, and then I said, you just made a big mistake. Because you came after someone that knows what to do. Amen. And I take authority over that blood sacrifice in the name of Jesus and its intentions. And I just roll it back on you in the name of Jesus. And I forbid the witches and the wizards to uh, come and attack me in any way while I'm in this country. Amen. And, and you know Dr. What? Pat, uh, we're already getting some attacks. Uh, will you go ahead and uh, have prayer? Yes. And set up some spiritual defense for us tonight on this program? Thank you. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Father, uh, you said in uh, Matthew 18, 18, whatsoever we shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and earth, and whatsoever we shall loose shall be loose. And every witch, every wizard, every devil that has risen up, I speak to you in the name of Jesus right now, and I bind you up and away from us in Jesus' name. And I command that you will take your hands off of this program and you have no authority over any mind that is listening to this program. We cover the minds with the blood of Jesus. We bind the devils off of those minds. We clear those minds in the name of Jesus. We put the wall of fire around all of us in Jesus' name. And everyone that listens to the tape after this, 
And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you send forth your warring angels and arrest these devils and send them back to where they came from. We forbid them in Jesus' name to have any effect over this program whatsoever. We send this program around the world and we ask you to open up the understanding of the people that they will see and hear the Word of God as we preach it tonight for your glory. And Lord Jesus, we thank you right now that every single person that's listening will get from your hand tonight those things that they are looking for. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, the Lord showed me one time when I was preaching, I was talking about the uh, wizards uh, and the witches, and that's what the religious people of his day were. They came and they they were watching him do miracles, and they said, Ah, he's just casting out devils by Beelzebub. And afterwards, Jesus uh, rebuked him, and he told his disciples, he said, I'm going to speak to you in a parable. And a parable is, is spirit talk, like I was mentioning at the beginning of the show. It's spiritual God talk. And he said, I'm going to talk to you in a parable least they can hear and understand and get saved. Now, what Christians don't understand is there are people that are never going to get saved. The Bible says so. But the spirit talk that he told them was, a house divided will not stand. And so as we went to church all of these years, we heard that a church that was divided wouldn't stand, and, and that was the truth. But Jesus was talking about Satan's kingdom, and he showed it to me as I was just standing on the feet talking about it. And in other words, demons come in hordes, Yes. and they come at you in hordes. And you can speak and you can say, I divide you in the name of Jesus. Everyone that comes, and sometimes in my prayer, I say, I divide you and command you to continue to divide and divide and divide until you're absolutely helpless. Because you see, they use each other for power. Uh, I remember one time I was in a Pentecostal church. And a man came in the church, and I looked back, and I saw him sitting there, and the Lord spoke to me and said, he's a human chalice. I said, what is that? He said, that's a Satanist or a a wizard that comes in to collect um, the demons as you cast them out. And uh, so a human chalice is a person that wants to go higher in the spirit realm. Well, a Christian can't understand that because we want to get rid of the demons, but they want to collect the demons because uh, when they collect the demons, the more demons they have, the more power 
that they have, the higher levels in witchcraft that they go. And so that's why whenever you send it back, you know, when they come to attack you and you say you go back to where you came from and then you add and do what you intended to do to me. Now, if they have sent death spirits after you, I'm going to tell you, those people are going to die. If they send financial curses on you, they're going to lose their money. Whatever it is that they're working on you will fall back on their heads because Psalms 109 says they they desire curses more than blessings. However, as a Christian, in the spiritual warfare that we're in, you have to recognize that God loves everyone. It doesn't matter how deep in sin they are, what they're doing, how ignorant they are. He loves them. He died for them. And so what we have to see is that uh, God wants them saved. So we ask God to have mercy to save their soul. And uh, that's the blessings that you send upon them, is that you are praying that they get saved, but you're not going to stand for them to attack God's ministers and God's church. Because the Bible says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. That means we have absolute authority as the keepers of the church to stand against the powers of darkness. And that's what your program is all about, uh, Bruce Lee, is, is standing against the powers of darkness so that others can find the light, get saved, and make heaven. It's a simple thing. Dr. Pat, excuse me for yeah. interrupting you. I want to tell everybody out there, just start praying. Uh, as we're doing this program, a freak storm has just whipped up outside of this office from nowhere. It's actually blowing the electrical cable lines outside, and I expect lightning probably to start at any time. This usually happens, folks, when we're onto something. And twice I've had okay. a lightning strike on my uh, equipment to take the line out for a couple of days, so I bind any demonic tax away from me that have been sent against this program and the believers tonight. And I commanded to go back to where it came from, 25,000-fold in the name of Jesus. I bind all spirits of Boise that would try to attack this program tonight in the name of Jesus. I command you to go back to where you came from. And I ask God that you would loose warrior angels right now to secure the connection tonight, this telephone line, and the Internet feed. And to surround the listeners tonight, we ask for a wall of fire, God, in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5, to surround us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Jesus spoke to the storm, and we can speak to the storm. And I speak to that storm, and I command it to be still and to leave the area immediately in Jesus' name. I forbid any gods of storms to rise up against the show. And we bind the angel in the whirlwind in that storm, and we bind every witch, wizard, which that has sent it, we bind their powers in it, and we command it to die in the name of Jesus immediately. Yes. All of the lightning has to go, everything, 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It tries anything, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It just came out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not worried about that. You know, folks, people say, well, why why the fascination with witches and warlocks? And listen, if Christians make up the army of God, and we've been asked to go forward and, you know, drive out the the inhabitants from the land, the demonic spirits, well, you know, our opponents in the flesh are going to be the witches and the warlocks. They work for Satan. And, of course, they're energized by these hosts of hell, the demon spirits. And so uh, we we don't need to be afraid of them. Um, I don't fear them because it says in the word, greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world. So we've got power to tread on these serpents and scorpions and these demonic spirits. And and as Dr. Pat is saying tonight, um, you know, you didn't ask to be cursed. Okay, you didn't ask for a witch to send a demonic spirit of leukemia or cancer against you to, to take you out and kill you. Like uh, was sent against a girl we know a few days ago that if the uh, prayer warrior had not uh, known how to do spiritual defense, stand in the gap for her, she could have probably been killed. It's that serious, folks. These uh, demonic spirits do have power, but as a believer, your power is greater through Jesus Christ. And so if you just sit there and don't do anything, they are going to eventually come after you and attack you. What you've got to do is you've got to take authority over it. And you don't have to accept those curses or those demons that are sent to torment you, to kill, steal, and destroy. So you bind them away from you in Jesus' name, command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold or... Uh, I like to add a little bit of extra interest on there, Dr. Pat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's got to go back, and what it meant to do to you, it's going to do to them. And we're not cursing them. We're just doing spiritual defense. Now, if I took the offensive and I I said, I hope this witch dies or with a heart attack, that would be cursing, and we don't do that. But you have a right to protect yourself. So that's the difference between uh, spiritual warfare, self-defense, and leveling a curse against someone. So we don't do that as Christians. We don't uh, we don't initiate it, but you have a right to protect yourself. And uh, for the witches that are tuning in right now, and the warlocks, uh, we are coming after you in Jesus' name. And so you can either submit and turn to Jesus Christ and repent, okay? Or if you are foolish enough to come after a believer who knows your authority, such as we do, it's going to go right back on your head. And you may not live to take another pot shot at us. And uh, Dr. Pat, uh, we love the witches and warlocks out there. We want to see them turn to Christ and... Uh, we've already seen some fruit, haven't we? Um, You want to give the testimony? Uh, Last uh, week we saw five witches saved uh, from this program, and I've seen uh, witches and wizards and uh, psychics and all sorts of people saved in my ministries over the years. And uh, I want to tell you why you have to do defense. You know, in Africa, Bishop Kenko, uh, when he came out of um, witchcraft, he was amazed at how much the um, native pastors, most of them, were ignorant concerning the wiles of the devil. He was also amazed at the condition of the country that he lived in. So when the uh, pastors finally accepted him, He went to the pastors and he told them, he said, I can show you how to win. And so um, he taught them. And also, he said, I can show you how to win the country back. 
And what they did is the pastors, as leaders in that city, would come together, and he said they laid on their bellies for months, fasting, interceding, and doing spiritual warfare for his city. Yes. And he said uh, they tore down the powers and principalities over the city. And what happened is today you you can't get elected as president of Ghana unless you are Christian. And that's a very uh, exciting testimony coming from Africa. And then when you go into his church and you're ministering, there could be anywhere from 25 to 35 witches that come into the church to challenge his power and whoever's speaking. And if you don't have the anointing to defend yourself, don't go there because you'll be overcome. And what happens is when the anointing of God comes, they begin to manifest demonically and his workers go out into the audience and they collect those witches and wizards and they bring them up to the front and they cast the devils out of them. Yes. And they become believers and they become thankful because when you've been in the powers of darkness, and I have been there, I know what I'm talking about here, when you've been under the powers of darkness and you come in to the most wonderful presence of Jesus Christ, His peace, His light, His glory. You're so thankful that Jesus loved you, that He would reach out and forgive you of some of the worst sins that anybody can imagine. Irene Park, my good friend that recently went to be with the Lord, she was older woman, but she was fearless. She was a former witch in the uh, state of Florida, a very powerful witch. And uh, she knew how to fight that devil. She would go up on the 700 Club, and back then it was PTL, and uh, over the country into many of the big churches and minister, and uh, the witches would come. She wasn't afraid of any of them. She would just stand and preach the gospel. God only knows how many people came out of darkness just because one witch decided to turn and give her heart to the Lord. But then after she turned, uh, she uh, got quickly educated and stepped out on the world stage and began to save souls. And that is the secret, my friend. What you have, give away. And then God can bless what you do. Because many Christians today are very selfish and they just want God to do things for them. What can you do for me, God? Well, it's time for us to say, God, what can you do with me? Yes. What can I do for you? How can I help your church? And, you know, just coming to the church is a help to a pastor in this hour and time. Just show up. Be a help around the church. Do little things in the church. But make sure you got a Bible-believing, devil-driving pastor when you show up. Don't show up to these clowns that are having these uh, parties. You know, we're going into Halloween. 
and there's many churches that will have a Halloween party, for instance. Uh, I went to I went to one and ministered some years ago. Walked in the church, and they said, "Let's let let us show you our Halloween room." They took me in a room, and they had a casket in there with a dummy like a dead man in it. Oh, my goodness. And I said, oh, my God, like that? But the whole point being is we don't join them, friends. And if you're in a church that's going to have a Halloween party, just go to the pastor and say, Pastor, if you do that, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to mix my faith with with the strongest day of Satan. For you to uh, celebrate it, if you do that, I personally am going to leave and make stands. And maybe some of these pastors will get the idea that they just can't join the world and do anything they want to, that the congregation's going to hold them accountable for some of these crazy things that are going on in the churches. Well, that shows right there that that pastor had no discernment whatsoever. If that's not the one of the high satanic holidays, I don't know what it is. And, well, uh, it, it is. We used to do some of that stuff growing up. We'd have the Christian version. We would all dress up as like Moses and, you know, Elijah and, and you know, dunk for apples. But folks, that's still celebration. You know, if you yeah. want to do something, hold a deliverance session on Halloween. A prayer? How about prayer? Or, or spiritual warfare? That would be great, wouldn't it? Prayer. Yeah, yeah. Pray for the city. But uh, people wouldn't come to the prayer meeting, but they would go to the Halloween festival. That's what why the pastors are doing this. But American people have just got to start saying no, that they are not going to join into that kind of a mess, that that they're going to make a stand for the Lord and make a stand and stand by it. Leave. If he, if he won't listen, leave. Because your soul is in jeopardy if you're under a stupid Christian. And that is just sheer stupidity. My, my people, uh, perish for a lack of knowledge. I got a witness to that one. I was fixing to quote that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Praise God for that. But spiritual warfare is exciting. And uh, as a Christian, you are in a spiritual warfare, but we have the advantage. And that's that's what you have to come to understand, is you can be successful in every endeavor that you take if you'll stand and understand that you are serving the man, the God, that literally spoke the world into existence and hung it on nothing and cast the stars out into the sky and rules over the universe. The Bible teaches that uh, Jesus is the supreme ruler of the universe and when he speaks, everything stops. Everything obeys his voice. Uh, but human beings. So we have to make sure that we get in agreement with him and his word, obey his voice, and then we become supernatural people. We become people that can overcome anything and everything that uh, puts its hand against us. I'm not afraid of anything, anybody I mean, when you just think of it, here we are, 
we're serving a God that sits on the heavenlies, that uses the world as his footstool. Amen. And the Bible says that we Christians can come boldly to his throne through the blood of Jesus and sit in heavenly places with God. We are the only people in the world that uh, are privileged to do that. But that's not the only privilege that we have. We also have the privilege of him sitting on his throne, uh, giving his power to us who believe. That means everything that he did while he walked on this earth, we can do. Now, Jesus cast out devils. So if Jesus cast out devils, he'll use us to cast out devils. Amen. And the interesting thing about casting out devils in the New Testament, uh, uh, Bruce, is the interesting thing is that Jesus gave that anointing to cast out devils to his disciples before he was ever crucified. That's right. And he sent them forth to do miracles and cast out devils in his name, in his name. So his name was as powerful when he walked on the face of the earth as it is today. And so uh, they went about casting out devils and healing the sick, and they imitated the Lord's ministry. And so then, uh, whenever they met uh, in the upper room to wait for the promise to come, the Bible shows that when the promise came, that uh, there was 120 in the upper room, and the Bible shows that the people in the city heard something going on, and they came to see what those fishermen were doing. And when they heard the noise going on, uh, they said, oh, they're just drunk. And they said, oh, no, we're drunk on new wine. But then the coward that ran from the little scully maiden, uh, Peter, he boldly stood up, and he spoke to that crowd that was already accusing them. And he said, uh, he represented Jesus, and he said, you, you are the ones that killed the Messiah. And he faced them head on, preached a great message about the crucifixion, death, and salvation powers that were available to them. And 3,000 people got saved that day. So if preachers would begin to just lift up the name of Jesus and preach Jesus and preach the word, I'm telling you, we'd have one of the greatest revivals that the world has ever seen. It was the baptism of the Holy Ghost that gave him the power and the will to stand and, and lift the name of Jesus up because all of a sudden he was aware that eternity was very, very real. Uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit 
plugged him in to the supernatural realm of Jesus Christ. And he could rise up in intercessory prayer, and he could sit in heavenly places with Jesus any time he wanted to. Intercessory prayer is one of the most precious ministries in the world because those people uh, learn to walk with Jesus, to talk with Jesus, and they learn to see things that Jesus shows them that other people never get a glimpse of because of their closeness, their relationship with Jesus. And what Jesus does for an intercessor He turns them to uh, walk with him so close that they can actually rise up in intercessory prayer and tap into the mind of God. And and he will uh, begin to release his desires and uh, his future over their minds so that even during intercessory prayer, these are the people that are more powerful than the prophets that people run after all over the world because these people know God and they sit with him and he talks to them and they know him by his spirit and power. And so intercessors are very important to every work, every Christian work and every minister and they're important to the country they live in, the city they live in. And so if you want to be an intercessor, I believe that Bruce Lee is going to develop some intercessors to lift up this program in our country and other things. Is that right, Shannon? Amen. You know, Dr. Pat, uh, this idea has been kind of marinating in my spirit. Uh, for several months now. Uh, let me explain that. I started to go through some of the uh, the old tapes, Pastor Wynn Worley when he was alive, uh, some, some powerful revelations of spiritual warfare, folks. You need to get a hold of those. Um, and he started to talk about, Dr. Pat, where they would get groups of intercessors across the country to start praying I think, against things like the Illuminati. Right. Um, witches and warlocks. And right. I may have shared this story before. Uh, they saw great successes with it. In fact, they would be doing deliberate sessions, and um, when Worley would interrogate these demonic spirits and squeeze them for some information, much like the uh, Vietnamese did to our uh, soldiers during uh, Vietnam, the POWs. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, interrogation can be a useful means to get the information. You just hope you're not the one being interrogated. <laughs> But um, yeah. the point is, um, he would find out. These demons say, you know, they would call, you know, you blankety-blank Christians out there, all you do is get up and bind and loose and do this warfare every day, and you set back our plans ten years. And mm-hmm. um, I remember him saying that uh, they started praying um, for the situation in Panama, the Republic of Panama, when Manuel Noriega was there. And uh, apparently he had um, witches and warlocks that were his advisors. And there's a lot of uh, witchcraft over there, folks. I lived there in that country for two years. And so uh, he was getting ready to sacrifice a child on national Panamanian TV. And they started praying against that, and within about three days, 
the invasion was launched, and they took Manuel Noriega out. I thought that was very interesting. I've heard of uh, many stories like that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I said, wow, you know, what happened? You know, he died in 93. Uh, I've talked to some of the people that knew him, and it was, it was like everybody just, you know, fell away and evaporated. Nobody's uh, doing that anymore, or at least I, that well, I can find out we, so far. Until I came do across it. you. Yeah, so, we do it. <laughs> I, uh, we, we do it, and we've seen a lot of success in uh, in our intercessory uh, prayer group. It's very small. We would love for it to be bigger, but uh, we, um, you know, I came out of politics, so I kind of keep up with certain things going on, and I know that about uh, six months ago, Obama was going to go over to Copenhagen, and uh, the plan was to sign the United States over to the New World Order government when he went there. Now, it was a very interesting thing that happened when he went to Copenhagen. They they have a, a contraption that they call Blue Beam, and the Blue Beam shoots uh, a, a light up into the sky. And uh, so when Obama went to Copenhagen, they shot the blue beam up into the sky, uh, thinking that uh, that they could fool people that the Messiah had arrived. And uh, so uh, I had uncovered, and other people have also uncovered, what the blue beam was for in the first place, was to affect a false rapture. Uh, there's an article about that up on remnantradio.org uh, if you care to go look at it. But to make a long story short, we rose up and we bound those demons of uh, New World Order and the demons in him, and that meeting fell totally apart. Uh, countries... Uh, left in disgust because all of a sudden the information got out that it, that the uh, debt wasn't going to just be on America. It was coming on them. They left the meeting, and uh, the meeting fell apart. Now, Prince William showed up at that meeting, and Prince Williams made a statement. He said, we've got to work fast. We only have seven years before it's over. Wow. And I thought that was very interesting because some people uh, think that he's going to be the Antichrist. But long story short, again, we tore that meeting up with prayer. Obama never was able to sign anything there. And then the next meeting they had, we did the same thing. You see, it works. Prayer, intercession works. Because they've got one-third of the angels on their side. We've got two-thirds of the angels on our side. And when you lift your voice up in intercessory prayer, what happens is the uh, Lord receives your prayers according to the book of Revelation as a sweet-smelling Savior. And uh, so it means they're precious to the Lord the prayers of the saints. And so if they're precious, that means he's going to answer those prayers. Amen. And so an intercessor 
and uh, developing an intercessory network is so important in this last hour of the church because most people don't want to spend any time in prayer. And uh, so uh, I've seen many, many successes over the years as being a Christian of uh, getting together on at our prayer meeting on Tuesday nights and seeing the answer in headlines the next day. Many testimonies I could give you, uh, but I'm just telling you that if we want to do something in the last few minutes of the church that's left, if you uh, feel called as an intercessor, I want you to contact Bruce Lee and, and tell him, I want to be a part of the intercessory team because if you will join the team and whenever you get an email, pray for this or pray for that, or if he's on the air with uh, interviewing someone, uh, it's just like taking a rocket and putting it on your prayer and it just it just makes it zoom. I'm telling you, it's the most important ministry in the world. It's not a ministry usually that the intercessor becomes well known. It can be if God wants it to be. Uh, it reminds me of a, a guy named Fauschus, and uh, I, he's a German. I hope that's how I pronounce his name, but. It's F-A-U-C-I-S, went over to Russia and went into the mausoleum of Lenin with a little group of people, and he bound the god of Lenin, the godhead of Lenin. They left, and shortly, within weeks, uh, communism fell in Russia. And so... um, It's forward prayer, Dr. Pat. Pardon? There there is a lot of power in prayer. Uh, Prayer changes things. And I wanted just to I wanted to uh, finish part two. What I said, which was, uh, I was not aware of anybody doing it until I came across Miracle Internet Church. I find myself in Jacksonville, folks, about six months ago. Uh, God had called me out of Costa Rica, told me to pack all my bags and get back here. He wanted to put me through boot camp training. And uh, lo and behold, my first stop was Jacksonville, home of Dr. Pat Holiday and Miracle Internet Church. And I went over to visit with you, and uh, y'all had been doing this all along. Yeah, uh, years. For years. And I said, yeah. wow, there is there is an outpost. There's still some people alive doing this. And I said, praise God, if, if this thing could catch on, I mean, if one person can have an impact, what happens when you've got 500 or 1,000? Uh, oh, praying? absolutely. And so uh, yes. y'all had been doing it faithfully and uh, staying the course. And, uh, you know, I... I praise God that I found you because uh, deliverance is not a, a popular thing, and y'all may be uh, one of the only few that are still left in the state of Florida doing hardcore deliverance and intercessory prayer. So, folks, it's not as common as you think, but, um, you know, God is good. And uh, I was thinking, you know, we ought to get this thing started back up, Dr. Pat, and instead of just waiting for the enemy to attack, start putting yeah. him on the run. That's exactly right. And you see... Uh, Bishop Kenko, now let me tell you about intercessory prayer in Africa. Um, Bishop Kenko has, uh, his wife has a group of women 
there's probably about three or four hundred of them that come together on a weekly basis and they intercede. He has a Bible college where they intercede and then he has a man's group where they intercede. And uh, one night I had to go over to his office to make a call back home and it was about one o'clock in the morning. And when we came to his office, I heard something going on in the other room, and I said, what's that? He said, oh, that's my elders. He said, they're over there uh, praying for the meeting for tomorrow. And then the next day uh, when we come to church, two hours before the service, uh, the, the sur- there's probably uh, probably about 400 people or more in the service interceding for the people to be able to come to the church and for people when they get to the church for them to be able to receive uh what God has for them Amen. and see uh in uh America people don't want to come and pray no, there's only a handful of us that come over there at miracle and pray uh but prayer uh was so powerful there that his wife has formed probably, she told me a couple of years ago, 600 churches. Uh, she was talking the other day about forming a couple more. Uh, and she's just a, an African woman, you know. She's nothing particular about her except she's got a sweet spirit about her and uh, loves the Lord. And they know how to reach heaven. And uh, so... Uh, Kenko's church uh, has several thousand in it, and he's the overseer of many churches that they've developed in that area. I believe that he has around 17,000 people, and that was a couple of years ago. Oh, my goodness, that's huge. When wow. I, got, I mean, they don't all come in his church, but he's overseeing, and they have planted churches. They, they have a Bible class, and they plant those churches, but they pray. And uh, they get answers. She called me the other day, and she said, I got resurrected from the dead, Pastor Holiday. I said, oh, really? What happened? And she said, I took that HIV shot, and she said, I immediately died. And wow. she said, they took me over to the hospital, and glory to God, God raised me from the dead. Amen. And she said, uh, people over here are dying like flies. And when they see the U.N. trucks coming, she said they run and hide in the jungles. Dr. So, Pat, I, I will attest to that. I knew, I knew uh, people that worked with the agency, and uh, they will go over into African countries. They will inject people with the AIDS virus. They have an uh, injection right now that will give you the equivalent of a chemical lobotomy, folks. Yeah. And they have one that is all going, going through all Central America, Planned Parenthood is going down there, and they're giving, uh, who, excuse me, WHO, is giving injections to women that leaves them sterile, Dr. Pat. I can believe that. I mean, this is uh, sickening. Also, in Ghana, the the hospitals over in Ghana are Muslims, and most of your churches, like Bishop Kanko's church, has a clinic. Yes. And uh, they all go over to the clinic, and they'll have a nurse and a doctor at the clinic. Because if a Christian goes to the Muslim church, they have to convert 
to that religion in order to receive treatment, I heard. Wow. But uh, the truth is that uh, we are going into some troubling times, and uh, the times that we're facing, we're going to have to be able to rise up and have that kind of faith. And to be very honest with you, the only way that I know that you can have that kind of faith is through prayer and reading the Word of God. Amen. Uh, Reading the Word will renew your mind, people. Um, We've got to get in the prayer closet, and we've got to pray to get the Lord's will in our lives and instructions. And uh, if you want to do warfare, you've got to do it in the Spirit. You can't fight demons with an AR-15. Okay, no. or the witches and warlocks, for that matter. But uh, you you do have spiritual weapons. Ephesians six, put on the armor of God, and you pick up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And you know what people have overlooked for so long, Doctor Pat, is Jesus said, "I give you the keys to the kingdom, binding and loosing." Yes, that's some of you the most powerful what, uh, things we can do, right? Yes, and before. Before I got saved, I used to be in civic work here in Jacksonville, you know. And we used to bring uh, movie stars and people like, um, oh, I can't remember. Who's that piano piano player? Liberace. Liberace, people like that. Yes. Into Jacksonville to raise money for our home for uh, uh, undelinquent girls. And um, so uh, we would always have to make our plans on any night except Wednesday night. And I wasn't a Christian at the time. And uh, so I said, well, why can't we bring them on on Wednesday night? And they said, well, nobody will come because they'll all be at their churches at their prayer meetings. And I just couldn't believe that. But that was back in the early uh, 70s. Uh, now, uh, you go to most of your Wednesday night church services, and they're there eating and having a party. And so that's why our country has fallen, because the prayer line has fallen. And yes. so we've got to rebuild a prayer chain in this nation. And that's what we're after tonight. Amen. And uh, in kind of preparation of this... Um I went over to my bookshelf, and I pulled this book out. It said, uh, Prayer Warfare Against Seventy Mad Spirits. Now, this is a book that came from um, Dr. D.K. Ovokoya over in uh, Nigeria. And you're talking about uh, how on fire the Africans are for God. I Mm -hmm. have heard that they have a church which is a million people strong. Yeah. over in Nigeria, just in this one congregation. It's like a prayer city. And mm-hmm. can you imagine um, what happens when that many people get together and pray? And as oh, I was going yeah. through this, and I found this chapter. It's called Wicked Spirits, Prayer Warfare mm-hmm. Against Them. If you allow me to read it, it's short. Please, Basically, please it, it's an introduction. It says, Ephesians 6.12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And then the other uh, verse is Matthew 11 and 12. It says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of uh, heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a notation here. It says, These are wicked spirits resident in the three spiritual strongholds, the heavenlies, the earth, and the sea. 
Yeah. And they are mercilessly, mercilessly destructive. They destroy the body, the soul, the spirit, destinies, environments, and ministries. And uh, you're mm-hmm. familiar with uh, the demonic strongholds under the sea. You wrote about it in your book called The City Under the Sea, didn't you? Uh, Witch Doctor and the Man and uh, City Under the Sea is the subtitle. And I want to encourage but, everybody to go get a copy of this book. This is powerful. Um, it's a story of what's going on in Africa and... Um, your travels with uh, Bishop Kanko. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really will open your eyes to spiritual warfare, folks. And back to this uh, prayer warfare I'm going to read here. Um, these are basically some, some prayers that you can read. So I'm going to read some right now. This is a warfare against wicked spirits. And so if you would like to uh, just agree with me, I'm going to read these. Let all the wicked spirits around me fall by their own wickedness in the name of Jesus. You harmful, hereditary, and other wicked spirits, loose your hold over me and the listeners and Dr. Pat in the name of Jesus. I seize power from every wicked spirit militating against our lives in the name of Jesus. I declare that Satan and his wicked spirits are under our feet in the name of Jesus. Every wicked spirit planning to rob us of the will of God fall down and die in the name of Jesus. Every familiar and wicked spirit behind our situation, get out of our lives in the name of Jesus. Let the wicked spirits polluting the hearts of our helpers against me receive the stones of fire in the name of Jesus. Now, they're very hardcore, I might say, Dr. Penn. Uh, Yeah, they're like me. (laughs) I bring the blood of Jesus over every evidence that can be tendered by wicked spirit against us in the name of Jesus. Every internal warfare in our lives be quenched in Jesus' name. Every warfare in the heavenlies prepared against our peace, we command panic upon you in the name of Jesus. Every warfare prepared by wicked spirits against our peace, we command havoc upon you in the name of Jesus. Every wicked, every warfare prepared by wicked spirits against our marriages to destroy them, we command chaos upon you, chaos upon you in the name of Jesus. Every warfare prepared by wicked spirits against our finances, we command pandemonium upon you in the name of Jesus. Every warfare prepared by wicked spirits against our destinies, we command disaster upon you in Jesus' name. Every warfare prepared by wicked spirits against our callings, we command confusion upon you in Jesus' name. Every warfare prepared by wicked spirits against our family line to destroy us and our families, we command spiritual acid upon you in Jesus' name. Every warfare in the earth prepared by wicked spirits against us Again, we command destruction upon you in Jesus' name. Every warfare in the sea prepared by wicked spirits against us, we command the hornets of the Lord upon you in Jesus' name. Every demon spirit uh, sent against us to hinder us in our progress for the Lord, we command brimstone and hellstone upon you in the name of Jesus. And the last two are, we bind and cast out every power causing internal warfare in the name of Jesus and O oh God, arise and scatter every camp of wicked spirits fashioned against us in the name of Jesus. That's kind of interesting. Uh, and I believe that's God powerful. God, arise and the enemy be scattered. <laughs> There's a scripture. Uh, the Africans understand spiritual warfare because if they don't do spiritual warfare, the witches and the wizards will kill them. Bishop Kanko, whenever he comes to a house that's filled with uh, objects of idolatry, Uh, he will leave a meeting 
and go with the people to the house to get the idolatry out of the house immediately because he says if he doesn't get rid of the idolatry, uh, the devils will come at nighttime and kill the people. And so in America, we don't understand that you can't have a, a god or a Buddha or uh, some African mask and all of these crazy things that people bring into their house to decorate them. You can't have dolls and statues because these things bring illnesses into the household. And uh, so, and they can kill you. And so, uh, the spiritual warfare is so real over there that, uh, you don't, you don't have to coax people to come to church. They go to church because that's where their sanctuary is. And that's where God is, and that's where the teaching that they need to stay safe. In America, every single person that comes to Miracle, we have to pray in. Everyone. Because people don't understand that uh, God put a, a fellowship together. It says, do not forsake your fellowship. And the purpose for that was is that we cover each other with prayer. And uh, one can chase a 1,000, two can chase 10,000. So when you get together in intercessory prayer as a group, you're chasing billions of devils. And so it's a very important thing, the spiritual base, the spiritual prayer base of a church is one of the most important things of that church. But I wanted to read, since you read that prayer, the weapons to pull down the strongholds. Yes. You find it in Second Corinthians 10.4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So your weapons are stronger than the strongholds that are over your life. The problem is, is most people never use the weapons to pull the strongholds down, so they get overcome, and they get sick, and some of them even die for lack of knowledge. And then, through, uh, uh, though, uh, 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 Job 21, 27, Behold, I know your thoughts and the devices which he wrongly imagine against me. And then in Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is quick and powerful and is sharper than any uh, two-edged sword, um, piercing even in the dividing asunder of the soul, the spirit, of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And so intercessory prayer coupled with the Word of God is very, very, very powerful. And that's why you will hear uh, Brother Shannon Lee and myself and others pray, and all of a sudden a scripture will pop up within the midst of the prayer because it gives it that additional anointing and that power to pierce through the sharpest parts of uh, the darkness. And uh, so uh, 
in Mark 7.21, from within and out of the heart of a man proceeds the thoughts, adultery, fornication, and murders. And so the word of God and prayer, when you, let's say that you have someone in your family that is a drug addict or an adulterer or whatever, uh, the thing that you must do, uh, you must begin to come into prayer, try to find a prayer partner, and come into agreement of prayer for that person and bind up all of those vices and all of the things that you can see with your physical eyes. You might not, you might not know, for instance, the names of devils, but you know what an alcohol is. You know what a cigarette is. You know what drugs are. And so what you can do is you can name what you see with your eyes and say, I bind cigarette smoking. I bind drugs. I bind uh, anything, everything that you see. And each and every time that you see things and cage them. Now, um, you don't go driving the devils out of your relatives until they make a commitment to God. Because their flesh is interwoven with those devils, and their flesh enjoys those things. Have you ever heard somebody to say, I quit smoking, and the worst time is right after I eat because I enjoy it at that time so much? Sure. So uh, their flesh is involved in sin with the devils in agreement. And so what you have to do is you have to bind... Uh, up the demons that are driving them, and then you sick the Holy Ghost on them. You call him to come to convict them of their sin life, and you call him to reveal Jesus to him or them. That's what his job is. And the Holy Ghost knows how to reveal truth to people's hearts. But when you bind the devil up, you may not see an immediate change in the person. Because of the flesh. However, the driving devils are bound. They don't have control over that body anymore because you have tied them up and you have caged them. You have arrested them. And so, therefore, uh, when you pray, each time you pray for God to send angels to war against reinforcing devils, because when you bind the devil up, the devil, uh, the Satan, will try to send reinforcing devils to that person. So you keep reinforcing devils bound, and uh, at the same time, you pray for God to give them signs and wonders. You pray for God to send warring angels to to press in against the demonic powers around them the demonic people around them. Yes. And uh, you will begin to see things happening within your family. So warfare used to go on in the churches, but uh, like I said earlier, they're not, they're not uh, meeting anymore to war and to pray. But God will hear the prayers of the smallest little saint uh, you don't have to be the biggest powerhouse uh, person in the world for God to hear you. 
He knows. And the fact that you have said, God, I'm going to have a meeting at your throne with you. I've got these issues. I want my government changed. I want my family in the kingdom. And it doesn't matter how erudite you are with your language or how uh, country you are. God hears your prayers. And your prayers are important to him because Revelation says, that the angels collect your prayers and they present them in front of the Lord as a sweet-smelling Savior. And so uh, prayer uh, intercession is what Shannon Lee needs to forge uh, forth in the uh, ministry that God is placed upon him, and it's certainly what I need and other ministers need. And so, let me tell you, there's a group of people that are false. They're a very big chunk of the body of Christ today, called the third wave. I expose those people on my internet and on uh, uh, remnantradio.org page and my articles. And they have a worldwide intercessory group. They're all over the world. And we were talking earlier about what can you do. Well, you see, we've been praying about that. We've been binding those devils up that are motivating uh, to be able to come freely into the church and minister to (coughs) Christian brothers and sisters and them not understand that they're not being ministered to by the Holy Ghost, but by Kundalini devil snakes. And so we have taken it as part of our intercession to bind that movement up. And so I've heard of two different uh, summer conferences that were canceled uh, this summer because they didn't have the finances to put those conferences on. And usually when they put those conferences on, thousands of Christians turn out to those conferences. In addition to that, their chief intercessor, Somebody just sent it to me, uh, is saying that uh, they almost lost their entire intercessory network worldwide (laughs) for lack of money. So we're just a little group of people here. But see, we not only forge against stuff like that, but at the same time, we have to keep the wall up uh, for ourselves so that we don't get killed. You know, people get wounded. And people get killed in a war. And so the people that are out on those front lines, your generals, and the people that are going blow for blow against the devil, they need you to to dedicate your time to pray for them. Pray for their finances. Pray for their help. Pray against devils attacking them. Uh, I, I get under attack at times. Uh, after the witch uh, got saved on the radio a couple weeks ago, I got under tremendous attack. And they uh, came and tried to attack me physically. I had to stand against that attack and 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 get the victory over that or I would have been dead. Well, you know, Dr. You, Pat, uh, you were under attack. I know some that uh, have thrown in the towel. Uh, we know some that uh, are under hostile takeover right now of their ministries. 
Yeah. I talked to Brother Norman Parrish. She received a uh, a mini stroke. And um, folks, the battle is is real out there, and we have to uh, get in the battle. Or you just you're sitting duck. So what are you going to do? You're going to wait for them to come for you, or are you going to put them on the run? In fact, I want to put some on the run right now, Doctor Pat. Uh, Go for it. Witchcraft spirits. You know, folks, one of the greatest strongholds confronting believers is the spirit of witchcraft. It's a spirit of manipulation and control. A witch is a person who uses magic for evil purposes or who practices sorcery. And a sorcerer is someone who practices magic with the help of evil spirits, demons. You know, witches, they excel in wickedness and occult practices enhanced by the power of witchcraft. So, you know, for the witches and warlocks that are tuning in right now, Dr. Pat or Will in the archive or who have already put us in their sights, I'll give you a warning out there. You either come to Christ or uh, you may not uh, live very much longer to have that option. Right now, people ask that you would agree with me and Dr. Pat, but witchcraft powers eat their own flesh and drink their own blood in the name of Jesus. Every seed of witchcraft received the thunder fire of God in the name of Jesus. Let the habitation of witchcraft powers be desolate in the name of Jesus. Every throne of witchcraft be dismantled by fire in Jesus' name. Let the stronghold of witchcraft powers be pulled down by fire in the name of Jesus. Let the refuge of witchcraft be disgraced in Jesus' name. Let the network of witchcraft disintegrate right now in Jesus' name. Let the communication systems of witchcraft powers be destroyed by fire in the name of Jesus. Every transportation system of witchcraft powers be disrupted right now in the name of Jesus. Let the weapons of witchcraft powers turn against them in the name of Jesus. I would draw my blessings from every bank or strong room of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Let the altars of witchcraft break right now in the name of Jesus. Every trap of witchcraft, catch your owners right now in Jesus' name. Every witchcraft utterance and projection made against us right now, be overthrown in the name of Jesus. We we reverse every witchcraft burial fashioned against us in the name of Jesus. We deliver our soul from every witchcraft bewitchment right now in the name of Jesus. We reverse the effect of every witchcraft summoning of our spirits in the name of Jesus. Every witchcraft identification mark be wiped off right now by the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus block the flying route of witchcraft powers targeting us right now in Jesus' name. Every covenant of witchcraft be melted right now by the blood of Jesus. Uh, Wow, they have a lot. Every witchcraft cage fashioned against us right now be destroyed right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Let every problem in our lives that originated from witchcraft receive divine and instant solution right now in Jesus' name. We command all the damages done to our lives by witchcraft to be repaired right now in the name of Jesus. Let every blessing confiscated from us by witchcraft spirits be released right now in Jesus' name. Let every witchcraft power assigned against us to destroy our lives and our marriages and our families in the name of Jesus receive the thunder and lightning of God right now. We loose ourselves from any power of witchcraft in Jesus' name. And uh, in the name of Jesus, we break and loose ourselves from all evil curses, chains, spells, jinxes, bewitchments, witchcraft, or sorcery that may have been put upon us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we break the power of the occult, witchcraft, and familiar spirits of our lives right now in Jesus' name. And let the spirit of witchcraft attack the familiar spirits fashioned against us in Jesus' name. Also, let witchcraft opposition 
Receive the rain of affliction in Jesus' name. Let the altar of witchcraft in our households be roasted right now in the name of Jesus. I like that one. Let Amen. every stronghold of refuge... Let me, let me keep going here. Let's see. Uh, wow, there's so many. That's okay. They know a lot about uh, battling witchcraft over there in Africa, don't they? Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's why you want to get this book, The City Under the Sea, Witch Doctor and the Man, by Dr. Pat Holliday. Uh, you can get that by going to the link over at MiracleInternetChurch.com. This is something you want to have in your, your library, folks. Dr. Pat has went over there and experienced this, and she came back to, to tell us how we can uh, do battle. And I've got one more. Right now, uh, any witchcraft coven where any of our blessings are hidden, be roasted by the fire of God in Jesus' name. I'd like, I'd like to see those witches uh, get roasted. <laughs> yes. Let me turn it back over to you before I... You know, um, do you remember the uh, movie The Wizard of Oz? Yes, ma'am. Well, do you remember how they got rid of the bad witch? Uh, they, they poured uh, water on her. Oh, that's she right. Was, and she melted, well, right? Yeah, we pour the living water of God. Yes. That Jesus shared at the well with the woman by the well over every wizard, every witch in Jesus' name. Yes. Every one of them in the name of Jesus. Dr. Pett, you have 30 minutes left. Uh, I want to turn the mic over to you now. Would um, mm -hmm. you go ahead and do a mass deliverance for those listening out there? Uh, yes. Um, if you're listening, and if you've ever involved yourself in witchcraft, uh, you need to repent before you can get free. And uh, witchcraft can be uh, things like going to a fortune teller, reading your horoscope, going to witchcraft movies. Uh, it can be things like um, uh, Ouija boards, uh, playing witchcraft computer games, uh, going to, um, to uh, seances, things of that nature. And reading horoscopes? Horoscopes. I, I had mentioned that, yes. Yes. And I want you to uh, look into your heart and see if there's anything at all in there that you have done. That's right. Just go ahead and look. And now, also, witchcraft can come down your family line from someone like your mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, all the way back to ten generations could have practiced witchcraft, and those devils travel down the family lines to you. And so I want you to say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come and live in my heart and be my personal Savior. Forgive me for all of the sins that I have done. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you will deliver me today. I forgive my family relatives that practice witchcraft, and I bind those devils on my side of the family and on my husband or wife's side of the family. 
going back ten generations. And I break every curse, hex, and spell over me in Jesus' name. I bind anything that's been sent to me unknowingly by people that I've come in contact with that were practicing witchcraft. I bind up all uh, potions that I may have uh, had from a witch's hand and not even known it in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord Jesus, I ask you tonight that you will stand right in front of me and deliver me in Jesus' name. I bind all ancestral witchcraft, rebellion, Freemasonry. Say, Lord, I forgive my father, my grandfather, and the people in my family that joined the Freemasonry. In Jesus' name. I break every inherited curse and particularly break the curses over my inheritances in Jesus' name. I bind up mockery, skepticism, ritualistic, child abuse, spiritism, human sacrifice. I bind up uh, curses and false blessings in the name of Jesus. And I command those things to go into a cage and be tied to the uh, spirit of occultism and witchcraft right now. Get into the cage in Jesus' name. Get into the cage immediately, instantly, in Jesus' name. Now, I command that group of spirits to come out. You will Release yourself out of that body in that cage. Lord Jesus, have your angels to take that to your feet in heaven and send it to the deepest part of hell that it never can come out again. And we bind up all reinforcing devils that any devil will try to send in Jesus' name. Seducing spirits, we bind of false signs and wonders, we bind every false prophet, every false prophetess that has spoken words over your life, and we break those words and the plans and the plots of the devil for your life in Jesus' name. We come against all of those familiar spirits released into you from that in Jesus' name. We bind false signs and wonders. We bind seduction, enticing, wandering away from the truth, fascination to evil ways. We bind objects, any objects that anyone that's listening to God, you will show them so that they can get them out of their houses tonight in Jesus' name. We bind up uh, persons that are trying to control them, even Christian people that try to control them, repression, uh, manipulation, uh, visualization, amnesia, fortune-telling, channeling, death spirits. We tie these spirits to the seducing spirit and command it to go into the cage, and you will come out immediately. Just take a deep breath and breathe it out, and take a cough and cough it out. That's right. That's right. They have to obey in Jesus' name. 
we bind all ley line connections from any controlling powers of witches and wizards, and we cut those ley lines. We put blocks in front of them. Their influences cannot influence any mind that is uh, getting deliverance tonight. And in addition to that, we command all of the orders that they have given to be broken and all of the control, all of the triggers and key words that they use to control the minds. We break them right now in the name of Jesus. We confuse every trigger, every word that will trigger them into a trance or into obedience in Jesus' name. We bind every devil of addictions, spiritual bondage, addictions, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, food, fear of death, servants of corruption, compulsive iniquity, sin, bondage to sin, captivity to Satan, fears uh, offered uh offered to us Satan. In the name of Jesus, we bind every personality disorder, imaginations, split personalities. We bind those right now. Now, in this particular one, we open up the doors to all of those devils that have control over your mind and any kind of personalities that are in there that that are other names to you that you go by that are not your name, we command those devils to come out right now in the name of Jesus. Come out of the mind. All mind control powers are broken right now. You have no authority over these minds. Loose. Loose. Come out. Fear, trauma, you come out with it in the name of Jesus. Loose, loose in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We bind all television mind control, magazine mind control, traumatic stress syndrome from wars. We bind them all up and command them to come out. Just take some deep coughs. We bind them to spiritual bondage right now in Jesus' name. Loose and come out. You have no authority. You have no power in the name of Jesus. Now, we've come against every memory spirit, ungodly recall, confusion, fragmented souls, drifting minds, uh, in uh, lapsed memory, temporarily amnesia, ancestral curses, retardation, senility, ungodly soul ties, uh, mental illusions, uh, insanity, psychiatry, any kind of psychotropic drug, sorcery, we bind them in the name of Jesus. Demonic um, subjection to the occult, we bind that. 
we command in the name of Jesus insanity, bitterness, deception, and madness to be tied to the memory spirits. And I command all of those doors in the mind to open and for those spirits to come streaming out, every one of them in the cage, out, loose and leave in Jesus' name. You have no authority. You have no power to stay. You have to obey that name. The Bible says, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that's every spirit that has you bound. Cough it out. That's right. Just go ahead and cough it out in Jesus' name. We bind depression spirits, bondage to depression, bondage to agony, broken spirit, a wounded spirit. Now, right here, I want you to think about anyone that you have unforgiveness towards, bitterness, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I forgive that person or persons. I ask that you forgive that person or persons. I ask that you save their soul. And I ask that you take away from me today all bitterness and take illness out of my body that clings to the spirit of bitterness, arthritis, heart attacks, cancers, all kinds of illnesses, all kinds of inherited illnesses in the name of Jesus. I bind them and put them in the cage. And the spirit of defeat, degraded, depression, escapism, fatigue, gloom, guilt, loneliness, insomnia, insecurity, melancholy, Mental illness, insanity, torment, torture, nervousness, stress, suicide, murder, unworthiness, worry, depression, controlling spirits, moodiness, uh, spirits that have control of your subconscious mind. We break every controlling spirit over your subconscious mind and we command it to loose your mind in the name of Jesus. And Father, we bind all of these spirits to depression and we command them to be caged and come out immediately, instantly. You cannot stay in the name of Jesus. We bind up failure spirits, abnormal childhood. We forgive our mothers and our fathers, God, for abusing us physically, mentally, or verbally in Jesus' name. Bitterness, you have no home here anymore. I forgive them and ask God to save them. Resentment, you must leave too. Unforgiveness, shipwrecked life, disaster, uh, compulsions of depression, disappointment. Every devil must go right into failure's uh, spirit and be chained to it in Jesus' name. Now come out. Come out. Loose, loose, loose. That's right. Loose instantly and immediately. Obey the name of Jesus. 
you have no power to stay. All you can do is leave in Jesus' name. And Lord Jesus, we ask that the warring angels that are there in the room with every single person gather these spirits up and take them to your throne for judgment before their time. And we cast them down into the deepest pits of hell. We ask you to do it, God, because you said in your word that we shall judge angels. And, Lord, we're judging these devils now to go to your feet to be judged by you. Now, I want you to just lift your hands and say, Lord Jesus, let the Holy Spirit baptize me and immerse me with his fire right now. Jesus, the word says that you are the baptizer with fire. Touch me, Lord Jesus, and fill me with the Holy Spirit. That's right. Just take a deep breath and just let him flow in and over you. That's right. That's good. Now, Holy Ghost, with your Holy Ghost fire, burn every spirit out. Every one of them. Every one, God, that's hiding. Come out in the name of Jesus. Just take a deep cough and cough them out immediately. The angels will take it to the feet of Jesus. Now, you just ask the Lord to fill all the empty places and give you the gift of tongues. It's a gift from God. It's not an unholy thing. Uh, The Bible says that we will build ourselves up in our most holy faith by speaking with our unknown tongue. So just raise your hands and start praising the Lord. Just praise the Lord. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, Dr. Pat, we've got a question from the chat room. It says, um, where in the Bible does it say to put demons in cages? I want to be sure I'm doing what God's Word says to do. Um, well, there's um, there's several places in the Bible. Revelation comes to mind um, that talks about birds in cages. And birds in the Bible mean um, evil spirits. It's symbolic of of evil spirits in the Word of yes. God. And uh, so, um, uh, I I can't I I don't I'm, you know I'm not looking at the Bible right well, now. But I'll address it I'm, as well. And that is, uh, folks, you're dealing with spiritual entities. Okay, demon spirits. You know, we have to worship God in spirit and in truth because he's a spirit. And when you're doing spiritual warfare, you can't use a physical weapon to fight these demonic spirits. You've got to use spiritual weapons, such as the Word of God. And back in the 60s, when uh, many of the, uh, uh, much of the deliverance ministry was kicking off for the first time, uh, when Worley talks about they would be, and you can attest this, Dr. Pat, because you, you've been doing spiritual warfare for decades, uh, mm-hmm. They would be doing deliverance sessions, and they would run five, six hours. And you know, these are people that uh, had to get up, and go to work the next day sometimes, <clears throat> and uh, you know, be at the wee hours in the morning. So, if you can't have a breaking point, a stopping off point, then uh, you can't just leave the person there 
without going all the way through deliverance, or they may not come back. They uh, may be in worse shape than when you <laughs> first started. So uh, someone said, uh, what's binding all about? Why don't you try binding them? You know, Jesus said, that's, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And so uh, they pulled out a verse, Dr. Pat, one, one explanation I've heard, where David actually put five kings in the cave. So they took the spiritual application of that, a cage or a box, and they commanded these demonic spirits, they bound them and commanded them to go into this cage in Jesus' name. And immediately, uh, the person they were doing deliverance with had instant relief. They were able to rest, and peace came over them. And they were able to all take a break, go home and get some rest, and start back up the next day. And when they came back, they were all refreshed, and they left off where they started. And I mean, this has been battle-tested for decades, folks. I mean, there's all types of spiritual weapons. You know, loosing angels of God. And I have found the two verses that okay. I use for it. Uh, Jeremiah 5.27, and it says, As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit. Therefore, they become great and wax and rich. And then in Revelation 18.2, of demons, it says of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean bird. And so uh, the... Um, the, um, the unclean the birds are the demons. Yeah, unclean birds are significant uh, or symbolic of devils in, in, in the Word of God. But um, the other thing about deliverance is what you're doing is so that she can understand it visually. What you're doing in deliverance is you're taking authority over devils that um, that have come to invade your territory, to take you over. Yes. It's like as if a, um, if a uh, thief comes to your house and you've got a gun and you take the gun and you point it at him and say, I'm going to shoot you because you invaded my house. But instead, you call the police, and the police comes and arrests that uh, thief. What you're doing is you simply uh, arresting the devil, and yes. you're putting him in a cage so that he can't move around until the angels take that devil or those devils to the feet of Jesus for judgment. You are a jailer, a spiritual jailer that has authority over every unclean, dirty bird. Just like I'm going to do right now. I bind the demonic spirit that just came into my office, and I command you to go into a cage right now in Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus to it. And I ask God that you would loose angels to come down right now and read the word of God to marinate that demon in Jesus' name. <laughs> Folks, it's that serious, and because uh, you, yeah. were, you were telling the truth there. <laughs> so I came in here and tried to attack my bookshelf with the deliverance books. Uh, oh my goodness! And we command it to go be arrested. Amen. You're, you're, you, if you think of yourself as spiritual uh, policemen, and, yes. and let me say this to you too: as a Christian, you belong to Jesus Christ. You're His property, and any devil that comes and attacks your mind, body, or spirit is a trespasser. Yes. And you have every right to arrest that trespasser 
And that's all we're doing is arresting the trespassers. And we're sending them like when Jesus cast the devil out of legion, they said, oh, Jesus, don't send us to be tormented before our time. That's right. Well, you see, those devils knew that Jesus had the authority to send them to hell right then and there if he chose to do that. And so uh, what we're doing is we are sending them to their torments before their time by asking Jesus to, uh, we arrest them, cage them, and ask Jesus to go ahead and judge them before their time because they touched a child of God and they have no rights to touch any child of God. And they're trespassers. That's all that's going on here. You know, a policeman, uh, he gets his authority from the municipality, the, you know, the mayor's office. Uh, yeah. And he'll go out, and if he sees a crime in commission, sees a uh, a thief trying to break in, he doesn't have to call the mayor and say, Mayor, may I have your permission to arrest him? No, he's got the authority. He wears the badge, and he goes over and he arrests them, slaps on the cuffs, and takes them to jail. And you and I, as believers, have that same authority in Christ to bind these demons up, to handcuff them, in other words, and take them to jail. And uh, ultimately, you're not going to just keep them in that cage for too long. You're going to send them to the foot of Jesus to be judged before their time. And um, That's right. But if you're doing a deliberate session, okay, and you, you don't have time to go all the way, and they can take a long time, folks. It can take hours. Um, and you still may not have total freedom in that person. You know, you get a pillow back like an onion, they say. They could have legions in there. Well... You can take a break. You can bind the strong men, bind all those demons, put them into cages in Jesus' name, torment them with the Word of God, have the angels of God be loosed to come down there and read the Word to them, and then you can take a break, come back, and pick up where you left off. So uh, not to mention, you know, do you want to cast a demon out of a uh, person's non-believer, Dr. Pat? Because they'll just come out, and seven more wicked will come in, right, in the vacuum? Well, uh, now I'm going to be very... Uh, uh... You can do it. Uh, demons are subjected to your, to whatever you tell them to do. They have to do. Absolutely. They, they're subjected to the name of Jesus. However, there's a lot of Christians that I don't want to minister to because of their non-commitment to Jesus. You see, what deliverance is? It's the Bible says that when you get delivered, the finger of God has come upon you. And also, deliverance is for uh, the desperate people yes. that are seeking Jesus, that really want to get free. The children's uh, bread. If a Christian comes and they, let's say a guy comes to church and he's in a spirit of adultery. And I can see that spirit. And so I just go up and say, you got a spirit of adultery on you. And I cast that out in the name of Jesus. And that man goes right out that night and commits adultery. Seven worse spirits is going to come into him. That's the word of God. It goes to the dry places. It finds no peace or rest. It says, let me return to my house that I left and see if it is vacant. And what that means is that when a person gets cleaned out of devils, the house is vacant. It's cleaned. However, you have to fill that house with the Lord. That's why after deliverance, 
I ask you to invite the Holy Ghost in so that the Holy Ghost can fill your vessel with God, with Him. And then we tell you to get the Word of God and fill yourself with the Word of God. Uh, as a sinner, you filled yourself with the sins of the world. You're with God now. Fill yourself with God. And it closes those doors. Sin opens the door, but uh, deliverance uh, cleans you and fills you. So when you're talking about unbelievers, uh, yeah, you can make them leave. But if they if they uh, don't know Jesus, the spirits will just come back. So a better thing in that case would be, you know, if they're tormenting you or they're being tormented, and you can just bind the strong man, arrest them, bind those demonic spirits, cage them up. They're going to stay in the person. But uh, that'll give them a little bit of relief. They haven't mm-hmm. left, so there's not going to be a, a sevenfold return into the person. Right. And then if uh, you pray that God will uh, drop the scales off their eyes, send the Holy Spirit to convict them, bring them to repentance, and if uh, the Holy Spirit draws them and they want to repent, then you can commence with the deliverance and uh, command them to go in Jesus' name. Once they've repented and, you know, yes. enter into cooperation. If they, if they walk close to the Lord and give up the sin, they'll stay free. But if they go back, they're going to be what we call them spiritual monsters. Yeah. And what happens to uh, many deliverance ministries is people like that come into their ministries. They spend hours getting them free and then they leave the ministry and go sin again, drink or commit adultery or whatever they were in. And then when people see the their fallen state, they say, well, they're like that because they went over their pastor holidays. No, they're like that because they fell into sin. Dr. And ben, the demons came back. Amen. And that's why, folks, you need to be prayed up, cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. Uh, when you repent, that means actually make a change. Uh, just say it and then go back to doing what you're doing because it's not a it's not a it's not a laughing matter. Satan is a legal expert, and if you open up the doorway, he'll come in and they come in in hordes or demon gangs or running packs, whatever you want to call them. And uh, many people get driven to the point of suicide and they have a death spirit enter into them and it's over with. Uh, so yeah. you know you need to seek seek the Lord while you still have an opportunity. Doctor Pat, we have five minutes remaining. Would you go ahead and give out your websites and? Uh, Tell people how they can contact you and get a hold of your articles and your books. Yeah, and i got another uh, cage. Jeremiah 527. Uh, like cages full of birds, their houses full of deceit. And so you need to know that the Bible's true and that God gives us defense weapons. And that's all you've heard tonight is defense weapons. Amen. Uh, f- uh, my um, webpage is patholiday.com and uh, miracleinternetchurch.com. And you can find my articles on Remnant uh, Radio.org. Remnant Radio.org. Uh, his uh, web address is also Remnant resourcenetwork.org and uh, he's got them up there under Pat Holiday's newsletters and I, I also write on Scrib so um, I, I want to tell people you. go ahead go ahead you go I, I want to say uh, 
Dr. Pat is the most prolific writer on spiritual warfare of all time. Uh, she's even surpassed one of my favorites, Wynn Worley. And uh, she's still here today, folks, to do battle. And God has left her here to pass this information on because we're going to need this uh, in the battle that uh, is getting ready to start. You know, I believe the kickoff is already in motion, Dr. Pat, and uh, the host of hell are ramping up against the Christian church. So, folks, you either get into the battle, arm yourselves with knowledge, um, read the articles Dr. Pat has put out to teach people what she knows, um, get into a pick of the sword, or you'll get run over like a steamroller because uh, the devil's playing for keeps, and he wants to keep your soul. So uh, avail yourselves of her material. Uh, there's a ton of articles. Uh, Dr. Pet, you're doing a weekly TV show out of Jacksonville also, right? Yes, I, I'm on Channel 29 on Sunday night at 10.30, and it comes on different times during the week, but I don't, I can't tell you what times those are. But every Sunday night at 10.30... And you can also find my television shows up on my website, MiracleInternetChurch.com, and you can find a mass uh, of uh, MP3s up there, and they're all free. And we just we just there to minister to the body of Christ, and uh, we appreciate you. And really think about joining our intercessory group because it's going to turn into a worldwide group, and we need you. Yes. The army of God needs you. Amen to that. Uh, and, folks, uh, if you've been blessed tonight, you've received some deliverance, uh, maybe you want to join the ranks of the witches that have come out of uh, the occult, like five have already come forward to Christ. Uh, write us and let us know. You can reach me, Shannon, at OmegaManRadio.com. You can reach Dr. Pat care of uh, Pat Holiday over at uh, Facebook. Pat, did you want to get, uh, Dr. Pat, would you like to give out an email address where they can contact you also? Uh, I'm at um, holiday with two L's dot pat at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you folks. Uh, now, it is 10 o'clock now. I'm going to have to let Dr. Pat go because she's going to be special guest on Watchman Radio tonight at 11 o'clock. I would like everybody listening to go over to WatchmanRadio.com. That's the home of uh, Richard Keltner's show. Shouts out to Richard, Zoe Mortal, Sammy, Randall the Mando, and all our friends out there, Salt Ministries. Um, check out the program tonight. Uh, support Dr. Holiday, Miracle Internet Church. Um, they're one of the last outposts in the state of Florida that I know of that's doing hardcore deliverance. Maybe even in this country, for that fact. As I've mentioned several times, Dr. Pat. I can't uh, count on my two hands the active ministries that know anything about deliverance and are out there able uh, to help people when they need them. And so, folks, what are you going to do when you find yourself demonized or you need one of your family uh, prayed for? Like I was in a situation this weekend. Praise God for Dr. Pat. I was able to call and, and put my uh, family member on the phone, and uh, they were ministered to, got some deliverance. Uh, you need to be able to contact people. Are you going to be able to reach one of the uh, the pulpit pimps, the televangelists? <laughs> Do they know even anything about deliverance? They need deliverance themselves, most of them. Uh, you're certainly not going to be able to call them and say, I, I have a demonic spirit. I need to be cast out of me in Jesus' name. They'll think you're crazy. They'll tell you to uh, go see a shrink. You need to support the deliverance ministries because 
they're out there to help you, and uh, you're going to need help before it's over with. We all will. So um, support Miracle Internet Church, Dr. Pat Holliday. Order her book, uh, The Witch Doctor and the Man, The City Under the Sea. You can get that up at uh, Miracle Internet Church or Amazon.com. And uh, tied into this ministry, okay? It's, uh, and it's we a good, have good effort. many e-books up on Miracle Outreach Ministry. I mean, Miracle Internet. And you have about how many in total? Mm-hmm. You have about what? About eighty books so far you've written, right? Oh, e-book there's books? at least that many up there, and they can get forty books for two hundred and fifty bucks. Hey, that's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah, yes, it really is. I look at this stuff like like gold. I mean, because uh, literally, we're, you're going to need this to survive in the end time, people. Um, and Satan doesn't want you to have this information. That's why he's coming so hard against the deliverance ministry, because we've been in a spiritual dark ages for so long, Doctor Pat. And yeah. you know, the, the devil has just been able to come and go as he wants. You know, people don't believe he exists. They don't believe in demons. Uh, yet the churches are infested. They're keeping people bound up, and they're uh, making people sick and they're destroying marriages they're destroying churches and i could go on and on but it's time that we uh we put the enemy on the run so i won't somebody uh, asked the question why do we need it and that's why if you look at the american church that's why the pastors many of them in a homosexuality and adultery and second and third marriages and stuff like that and all they needed was deliverance, and maybe they could have walked away from all of that. Dr. Pat, if uh, Jimmy Swaggart had had someone that knew about deliverance, he would not have failed. Because temptation right. comes on every, all of us people. It's what you do about it. And if you fall, um, you need to repent, and sometimes you're going to need to have demons cast out of you. And I believe you know, that Shanna. if he had uh, been able to get some deliverance, uh, he wouldn't have failed as hard as he did. We all know James Robeson, and I was working on my book, The Walking Dead. I'm rewriting it a bit to put it up on Amazon. Yes, ma'am. But it's up on uh, my e-books now. But um, uh, uh, James Robeson got deliverance in the 80s, and he was a a world-renowned uh, Baptist minister thought he was just it, and uh, a carpenter came to his house. He said, "How do you like my radio show? He, uh, my TV show?" He said, "Well, brother, he said you're one of the most demonized men I've ever seen." Oh. <laughs> he said, "Oh no!" And he ended up casting uh, sexual perverted devils out of him. And James Roberson went all around the country talking about it too. And so um, he's a a pastor that somebody was bold enough to just tell him the truth. And when he heard the truth, he submitted to to the deliverance. And he says in his testimony, he said, I asked him, he said, talk real low. I don't want anybody to hear you. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, as, as a good friend of mine, Pastor John says, you know, every demon out is one less in, so... Uh, nothing to be ashamed of, people, just to recognize it and deal with it, and deal with it quickly before it, uh, it opens up the door for others to come in, and, and then, you know, you're in really some bad shape. Uh, God bless you, Dr. Pat, for coming on. Uh, again, everybody tune in at 11 p.m., Watchman Radio tonight. Uh, shouts out to Richard Keltner. Uh, and I want to say uh, I talked to Rich today. Uh, he's going to help me uh, 
solve this technical problem, Dr. Pat, of how to boost the signal, get all yeah. the uh, levels in play, and I think we're going to be able to come out with a uh, 128-bit signal, so it'll be more broadcast quality, the Lord willing. Oh, that'll so, be great. Uh, before you go, would you close in prayer? Yes, Father, we thank you for everyone that got deliverance tonight, and we cover each and every one of them with the blood of Jesus. And we ask you to surround them with warring angels and protection, clean their houses out. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, we ask that you uh, send the Holy Ghost to build a wall of fire around each one of them and their families. And we call every Christian family into the kingdom of God. We bind the powers of communism over our country and over the minds of our children. And we ask you, God, that you reach our children and that you will save them too. We ask that you will help uh, Brother Shannon Lee with uh, his uh, finances for his radio show and that you will help bring in the intercessors that we're calling in now. And we'll give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, again, this is Dr. Pat Holliday. This is a live show tonight. And if you uh, missed the, the beginning, it'll be up on, on the MP3 shortly. Uh, Dr. Pat, always a pleasure to have you on. God bless you. And uh, be tuning into your 11 o'clock show at Watchman Radio. Thank you very much. Have a great evening. I God think bless. it's going to be on black witchcraft, I think. Oh, yeah, black magic and uh, I think battling mm-hmm. uh, witchcraft, correct? Yeah. One of my favorite subjects. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you. Take care. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to uh, Dr. Pat Holliday of MiracleInternetChurch.com, uh, one of the great deliverance pioneers. It's a pleasure and an honor to have her on the program. And, uh, you know, a lot of people like to attack Dr. Pat. And uh, Dr. Pat has uh, done the job that uh, most will not do. You know, deliverance is the dirty word in the ministry. And, you know, I get attacked all the time. All you do is talk about demons, just a demon buster, you know. Listen, and they'll say, you know, you're, you've got an unbalanced gospel. Show me one ministry who's got the total balance out there. And I'm talking evangelism, deliverance, miracle healing, working in the with the fruits of the Spirit. I understand all these facets. There's plenty of people out there doing a good job at evangelism. Okay, but if nobody else is going to pick up the torch, then people like Dr. Pat Holliday, myself, John Gogan, Charlie Holtzhauser, Patricia Xavier, Gene Moody, Richard Keltner, Michael Thierer of Hegewish. Shouts out to Pastor Mike tonight. Folks, I, I think I... Did I get up to ten people? That's about all that I know. That's do, that knows anything about deliverance and is willing to do something about it. Okay? The greatest lie that Satan ever pulled on the uh, American church is to convince people that he does not exist and that Christians cannot have demons. Because once you realize that, then you know who is your enemy... You can target in on that, okay? You can get deliverance because deliverance is the children's bread, as Jesus said. You can get set free. Then you can actually go out and do something. Other than that, you're going to be bound up, beaten down, stolen from, and uh, sitting on a church pew week after week, not doing anything for Christ. 
What's it going to be? What are you going to do when you stand before the Lord? He says, well, what did you do for me? You know, I gave you talents. What did you do? Oh, I, I sat on the church pew, Father God, and I, I buried him. Here, let me give it back to you. He'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. Okay, so uh, people who want to complain and scoff, what are you doing for God? Okay? Before you try to pull the uh, twig out of my eye, pull the log out of yours. Get out there like Salt Ministries is doing. Okay? Preaching the gospel, handing out tracts, ministering to people in Seattle, like Dr. Pat Holliday is doing, deliverance, miracle healing, intercessory prayer, and these other ministries that I'm talking about. We're not doing God a, a service if we spend our whole a whole Christian life sitting on a pew. You're supposed to go in there and get the milk of the word, then the meat of the word, and then get out there and let there be some fruit in your life. Jesus says that signs that shall follow them that believe is they'll cast out demons in my name. They'll speak in new tongues and they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If that's the litmus test to be a believer, where do you fit in there? I've fallen short, folks. I ask myself that question. And so uh, we've got to get busy. And uh, we we need your support. The Deliverance Ministry needs your support um, to press forward into enemy territory. You know what it takes? It takes supply lines. You have to have ammunition. You have to have reinforcements. And... Um, Get in the battle with us. Okay, this is the greatest hour in the history of man. You and I are here for a reason. It's not chance, circumstance, that you and I were born for this hour. Now, what are you going to be? Are you going to be a vessel of honor or dishonor for the Lord? Get in the battle because the enemy is coming for you. Okay, and enemy goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. I'm tired of being stolen from and seeing marriages broken up. People hurt, children raped, families destroyed for alcohol, abortions. I mean, we go on down the list of how Satan is stolen from us. He's stolen from you. Yeah, there's going to be some backlash. You don't go into battle and not expect to maybe take some casualties and get hit. I'm not afraid of the devil. I bind him right now in Jesus' name. That's what you got to do. And every hit I take just gets me angry, but a righteous anger, and I come back twice as hard for the Lord. It's my fuel, folks. This effort of 68 shows has not been <clears throat> without its suffering and its share of hardship. We get out here and we get on the front lines to, to tell you the truth. There's no reward in this down here. I pulled in $250 doing 68 shows. You do the math. What, what have I pulled in? About $3? I don't even pull in enough folks to pay the airtime bill for this. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you, this is a labor of love. Okay, if I wanted to become a millionaire, I would go out and preach some of the prosperity doctrines, the gospel of Judas, as I call it. You know, it sold out you and I and the whole church for 30 pieces of silver. And they want every bit of silver you got. But we do this because... We're called to do this, all of us. We're called to get into the fight. And talk about rebellion. Rebellion is not doing the will of God. Sitting on your fannies and expecting everybody else to fight on your behalf. No, 
Learn what you can. Okay, it's not uh, it's not wrong to say, hey, I know nothing about spiritual warfare. You've got to start somewhere, folks. Learn all you can, and then as you get yourself set free, you go out there and pluck others out of the fire. That's what it's about here. It's not about throwing each other under the bus. Okay, there's a lot bigger fish to fry, folks, than some of the things that uh, we've been attacked over this week. Let's get busy attacking the enemy. It's such a small community right now of people who have been uh, woken up to the truth of deliverance. You get deliverance and everything else falls in the line. People want to submit to being evangelized then. You can see healings. You can see breakthroughs come in families. So that's my two cents worth tonight. If you want to do something that's going to have an eternal reward, get behind the deliverance ministry. We need financial help to do that. Or we'll just work with what we've got. But time is short, and I'd like to see more territory taken from the enemy. My mandate's clear. We're not going to fail. We're going to push forward, and God will open the doors. But maybe he's asked you to be a part of it, and you haven't been obedient to the Lord. Maybe you say, well, I don't have a, a dime to my name. Okay? Then sign up as a, as a prayer intercessory warrior. I heard a guy say one time, you've either got to pay or pray. <laughs> or pave the way. With uh, tracks out on the uh, the sidewalks. you got to do something for God. Everybody can do something. We need we need uh, spiritual warfare going on for us when we do these programs. Literally, this program was not to take place tonight. If the devil had had his way, I did not exaggerate. I haven't had a storm all week, and boom, here we go. And it happens at uh, at the convenient time of you know eight o'clock when we're doing this live show tonight. There was a massive storm outside, lightning flashes, and before I knew how to do spiritual warfare, I'd been hit twice. Had my uh, lines knocked down. I took it for granted. I didn't have my armor on. So, uh, yeah, attacks come, but you don't have to sit there and be beat up. Beat up Satan for a change. I'm tired of getting beat up. It's time to give him a black eye and punch him down there where the sun don't shine, too. As Charlie Holtzhauser said. So we need your prayer. Dr. Pat um, needs your prayers. Okay, MiracleInternetChurch.com, PatHoliday.com. They minister out of Jacksonville, Florida. Got a small church down there that uh, kept the lights on for you, like uh, Tom Bodette in Motel 6. We'll leave the lights on for you. Praise God for them. They're good people. And uh, they need your help. We'd like to see them uh, get some some upgraded equipment so they can uh, continue to uh, put out the information. It's free, folks. But if you would like to uh, to bless, then uh, order some of the e-books. Okay, you can have the material in your hands and send it to a friend when you're done. Get a get a copy of the book. Uh, sit down to see the witch doctor and the man. It's an awesome book to put in your library. I also would like to tell everybody to go check out wrwpublications.com. I worked on the project with Pastor Michael Thier of Hegowish. We've got the website online. Several hundred titles uh, from Win Worldly is available up there, all the Host of Hell series of booklets. They're $3 a piece, folks, okay? Skip a quarter pounder with cheese and get uh, Warfare Prayers, booklet number four, I believe it is. 
And number five, books like that. Put them in your library. They'll come in handy as time progresses. Support Omega Man Radio. I've got a vision to go on WWCR shortwave. I praise God for what we've been doing. Again, we're approaching maybe 70 shows tonight and uh, a space of less than three months. Praise God. And I still have to support myself, folks, during the day. So this is a labor of love. But you know what? It's going to have eternal dividends, souls being saved. You know, one person plants the seed, another one waters. They both reap the harvest. That's what Paul said. So if you get behind uh, ministries like Omega Man Radio, Dr. Pat Holliday, and others, and their souls, hey, you get a, you get an uh, eternal reward on that. You get a deposit in your the bank account of heaven, so to speak. Paul's still drawing dividends off of the uh, the letters that he wrote and that uh, are blessing all of us each day. So praise God. Wouldn't you like to have been the Apostle Paul? Wow. You know, he's going to have a big reward. So, um, yeah, I'm just praising God. Uh, tomorrow night we're going to have Randall the Mandel on at 8 p.m. We're going to have open lines. Then at uh, 11 p.m. I'm going to have Zoe Mortal, Mr. Joseph White. We call him Zoe Mortal. We're going to have a campfire chat. We're going to talk about uh, what he believes is the direction for ministry in these last days. We'll be talking about his new concept called Raw. You know, it's interesting. Several people are being uh, have this burden put on their hearts to do spiritual warfare. That's a confirmation. And we all need to be participating in spiritual warfare. Anybody can get uh, a warfare group going and can have an impact. One man or one woman can make a difference. If that's all there is. But uh, if you can get together in groups, praise God. There's power in numbers. And that's exactly what Satan does not want to happen. He does not want you to take any action. He wants you to sit on your fanny. He doesn't want you to pray. He doesn't want you to fast. He doesn't want you to intercede. He does not want you to do spiritual warfare and evict his demons and put them to the curb where they belong. They've been in some of you folks for decades. It's time they get booted to the curb in Jesus' name. We're all battling. The point is, is deal with it. Get set free. So you can go help somebody else. So if someone would like to partner with me, we can be on WWCR. It costs exactly $100 for an hour. That goes international around the world on the shortwave channel. Then there's also some opportunities on satellite networks like AVR. I'd like to do it. It's about a comparable price. Now, as we stand now, I do uh, two to four hours a night. Monday through Friday, and then we do the Saturday show. And uh, sometimes I do Sunday, like we're going to do two tomorrow. And we would like to uh, do a version of this up on uh, International Shortwave Station WWCR. And what I'll probably do is try to do a two-hour block. We can have a spiritual warfare teaching and then do a mass deliverance. Talk about uh, an impact. Wow, that'd be awesome. So that's that's what I'm praying for right now. God will uh, make a way for that. I also have a, uh, a ministry that uh, you've heard me mention several times before, which we want to get cranked back up. It's in Vizag, India. I have some good friends over there that I know personally. And what we're doing is we have a ministry to the untouchables. These are the street children that everybody else has cast away to the curb, literally. That's where they live. 
I'm talking children, two and three years old, homeless, boys, girls. You saw Slumdog Millionaire? Great movie. That stuff is real, folks. There's a lot of ministries that you can get behind, but uh, how many of them can you be confident that uh, when you support them, it actually gets to the person that needs the help? Well, here at Omega Man Ready, we have full transparency. Okay? I mean, I can share with you the number $250. That's what we brought in off 68 shows. And I'll tell you where it will go. Uh, we're going to buy airtime with it. We're going to pick up a little bit more equipment so we can have a broadcast quality signal. A lot of people complain about the signal. Well, folks, I'm, I'm working off of a virtual uh, switchboard. I've got most of the equipment that I've taken uh, and put together over the years out of my own pocket. I need a few more items, and then we can really do it. I was talking to Rich Keltner today. He's going to help me get the uh, the broadcast up to 128-bit. So uh, if that be God's will and he's put a burden on your heart, let me know. Write me. Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. Our official website, OmegaManRadio.com. There is a donut link, do, donate link there. Okay? And we're not going to feed you donuts. We're going to feed you meat. We're going to put meat on your spiritual man's bones. All right? Before you write another check out to the televangelist, pick up the phone and call them and ask them for a copy of their financial statement. Tell them you'd like to know exactly where the money's going. They'll tell you to go jump off in a in a ditch is what you probably get. They just don't do it. That means there's something to hide there, folks. They want to hide the fact that they just spent $10,000 on a hotel room or they've got uh, a huge fuel bill to for the $20 million Learjet that they've got, not just one but three, or the, the numerous uh, rotary wing helicopters they've got. Or the uh, palatial estate over there at uh, Dana Point, California. Or their Swiss chalets. Folks, I know what I'm talking about here, and I'm not a headhunter. I'm just merely telling you that uh, the the word of God is real, and it says in Proverbs, if you give to the poor, don't expect anything back. Okay, it's a waste of your time and money. That's why people aren't seeing the miracles that they want to see when they seed into these ministries that are apostate, many of them. And then they have the uh, they have the gall to say, "I need a million dollars to pay off my my media bill." No, they need to fade away into the background. Don't send the money to pay their bill. All they need to do is uh, go into their bank account where they've got three hundred million dollars of your money already, and just write a check. You don't believe me? You, you better believe because that's what these companies are. They're companies, folks. They've been in entrenched on the airwaves, some of them 20 and 30 years, all right, taking your money and building their empires. And they'll tell you that. When they've got so much money that they can look at you and openly brag, they'll do it because they know it really doesn't matter. They've already made their enough money, and they could retire if you got pissed at them and stopped sending in uh, ties checks. Excuse my French on that. But I, I get uh, I get passionate about this. At any rate, we're going to work with what God has given us. And uh, if this is as far as we go, then praise God. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And I'm going to stand before God with a clean conscience that I did what he called me to do. Numbers 33, 50, and 57 says, Go into enemy territory and drive out the inhabitants of the land. The demonic spirits from the body of Christ is what I interpret that to be. Because it says, if you don't do that, then they will become a thorn in your side, a prick in your eyes, and what I meant to do to them, I'll do to you. That's what God told me. 
He called me back from tropical paradise. I didn't want to come back to this godforsaken land. I know we're in the last battle stretch. I know they've got FEMA concentration camps. I know they pulled 911 nine years ago. Go ask yourself, why did World Trade Center, I mean, uh, Building 7, fall? Mary Silverstein will tell you, we decided to pull it. Go listen to him. In his own words, he'll tell you. That takes planned thermite, military grade. Okay, thermite is the only thing that will vaporize still. And and they found uh, plenty of vaporized still and pools of liquid still. Jet fuel doesn't burn that hot, folks. They brought it down just like uh, some of the demolitions that go on in, in Vegas. Nine years ago, they pulled this on us. Killed 3,000 people. They were, yeah, they were mail clerks, secretaries, personal assistants. Nobody of any uh, political stature went to work that day. They were told not to come in. They sacrificed 3,000 folks to push us into Afghanistan so we could reinstate the opium production and push a pipeline to the Caspian Sea. It was never about Obama, Osama. They kind of look alike, if you ask me. But it was never about Osama bin Laden. He was a CIA agent named Tim Osman. We're going to talk about that. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to be doing a special 911 show tonight, provided Anthony Hilder is uh, available. We're trying to track him down this afternoon. Um, how did I get off on that tangent? I don't know. I just saw the rabbit running, so I thought I would shoot it with my shotgun. <laughs> Back on track here. Um, the point is, folks, uh, time is short. Let's do something about it. I knew what was planned for America. I know about Rex 84, about Operation Garden Plot. I know about the red bluish roundups. I know about the Treaty for Open Skies. I know the fact that Bush Sr., which gave the infamous 1,000 points of light New World Order speech, was the same man that was smuggling drugs out of the Golden Triangle, Nam, Cambodia, and Laos, back during Vietnam, okay, with help of Air America, had Colonel Armitage underneath him, which incidentally was hired under Bush Jr. as the uh, Secretary, uh, I believe Assistant Secretary of State, go Google that when you see it on Wikipedia. Same guy that Colonel Bo Greitz uncovered was uh, Poppy Bush. He got the nickname because he was running opium out of the, uh, the Golden Triangle. And those names were uh, given out by uh, General Kaesung, which was one of the generals over in the North Vietnamese Army. He said, yeah, we did. It was about money and drugs. Those were my two contacts. George Bush, Jr., his uh, brother was in charge of security the day World Trade Center was detonated. As Cheney was sitting in the underground bunker of the White House, okay, and Leon Panetta overheard him. not give instructions to to take down the uh, the planes. They wanted to go in so we could push through the Homeland Security Act, take away our rights, and on and on it goes. I better save this for the next year. I won't have anything to talk about. But you get my drift, folks. At any rate, uh, we will be back on 11 p.m., God willing, doing our program. And uh, I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. And uh, God bless you, and uh, keep us in prayer, and let us hear from you. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take.
Satanic evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio.